0: Alright everyone, welcome back to the Student Rant. So this will be a solo episode from me today, and will be about purpose. So, quite a buzzword, but definitely one that's been ringing in my ears for quite a while, especially the last couple weeks, and I feel very compelled to talk about it. So I really do hope you guys take as much as you can from this episode, and hope you enjoy. Okay, so let's get started on purpose. So it's been ringing in my head for a while, primarily because, well, let's say after the HSC, and this is for a lot of students, after the HSC, you are now put in a different spot where for a whole year, and this is for all the HSC students, and I hope you can realize this, for a whole year, you're given the opportunity. I'd consider it an opportunity where if any, if any benefit whatsoever of the HSC is one thing, you are shown, you're given an accurate display of how if you dedicate yourself to one thing, you have one lens that you look through your entire, the majority at least, of your life for maybe one year with towards, let's say, the HSC, which is for the HSC students. You look forward just to one event and you have one goal. By the end of it, you realize how productive and if, at the very least how Focused and centered you were on that one goal, and how much you were able to accomplish as a result and I think that's really a blessing because once you are out of that zone right so that's either before it, so when you're a younger high school student or after it when you're now onto university, you now have to find a way to get back to that zone and it's because after a decent amount of reading and growth, I've been trying my best to accustom to. Uh, in the past couple of months, I found that even even when you just try to generally just grow, right? A lot of people, let's say, want to learn coding. You just learn coding. A lot of people want to start reading. You start reading. A lot of people want to get better at speaking. A lot of people want to be more social. All those things to grow. But then it kind of got me thinking with the stuff I was doing. Why? And like, what was it helping towards? I agree. And it's to the extent that a while back, I'd say probably a few years ago, I heard a quote or a lesson that you can only go forwards or backwards. You can't stay stationary. So unless you want to degrade, you would much prefer to grow. That's why most people feel compelled to, at the very least, every single day, do something that, to some extent, at least, to some extent, helps them grow. But even when you do that, it still feels somewhat empty because you're not sure why you're doing it in the end because that, that really is what you want. You want to have a purpose, and that's, that's what a purpose is. It cannot necessarily have to be a goal, but it could be something to be achieved. Now, this is kind of what we talked about with, well, habits, right? It's the ability to wire your brain and wire your identity such that you achieve things, right? And this is what I find really important about purpose. Because I've been reading uh, The Future... What was it? The Future Brain. Yes, The Future Brain by Dr. Jenny Brooks. Uh, very interesting read and pretty simple as well. But it really got me thinking that if I'm to start pairing up a lot of things that I've heard from habit books, from... Uh, public speaking books, like The Art of Rhetoric from Aristotle, and now this, along with a few others, it kind of comes down to just one thing, and that's purpose. Now, what sort of do I mean by that, right? I think we just established what I thought purpose was, but what do I sort of mean by, you know, you have to have purpose, and it kind of feels empty without it? Well, purpose is essentially, in my eyes now, from what I've seen, it's a, it's another word for just urgency, and I think urgency is truly what breeds success. Now, how do you build urgency? How do you find purpose? Why do you want to find purpose? All these things. Well, it's because, to be honest with you, when you don't have a purpose, maybe maybe you feel content. Maybe you feel okay. But I guess take this as your, you know, the cringy morning uh, motivation Kickstarter for the day. But... I find it very infuriating when I see a lot of people around me are in a state where they're content with just, you know, the small things, not really going anywhere, not doing anything the same day bleeding into the next. And I really tried to spend some time and really meditate on it to think on why that frustrated me and then what I am frustrated about, like why am I so frustrated about it? And it kind of brought me to the conclusion after reading this future brain that your... Okay, so your brain is, and this is what people sometimes forget, your brain can be completely changed in like a matter of months if you really, really work on it, right? So from the book, from the book, uh, a few things that really can make up and improve your brain, your innovation, mindfulness, exercise, sleep, healthy stress... Leadership, mindset, focus, mental stretching, so essentially just uh, cognitive uh, exercise, collaboration, and nutrition. You're able to essentially wire your brain by controlling all those, I believe it was around 12 things. If you're able to control those things, you're able to change your brain. I think that's very powerful because at the heart of it, it feels like life has to have some sort of goal, right? You should have some sort of place you're trying to get to, and without that final lens of a purpose, that lens which you are able to attribute to your actions, it all feels empty. Now, I'm not saying don't enjoy life, right? I'm not saying just, I'm not saying you're allowed to just go with the flow sometimes, because that's what makes life fun. But you know, so first off. The example is with, I guess, what, Elon Musk, right? Sure. So with SpaceX, he takes any decision based on whether it, through the lens of his purpose, that's what he feels his purpose is, is putting people on Mars, making Mars an interplanetary, sorry, making humanity an interplanetary civilization. Now, he makes a decision through that lens. That's his purpose. So he makes a decision through whether an action would help him get closer or further away. And I feel that's very powerful because there's always, it's always, you know, content that you feel for a while. It can even be years without a purpose, just going with actions because they're presented to you and because they may feel the easiest to do. But as time goes on, even in the short term, it's a lot of mental struggle and deterioration that ends up coming from it. And I find that to be pretty well. pretty hard to deal with and that's why i really am pushed on thinking about purpose not as a choice but a necessity you have to have something that you push towards something that you aim or strive to get that will allow you to get somewhere simplest things um for example, let's look at Brendan Burchard's uh, High Performance Habits, I believe it was. There's, it's a very good book about, you know, again, it's a habit book, I think. So it's a book about habits, but it's also gives quite a lot of actionable steps, quite like atomic habits, but a little, it's a little more different, right? One exercise it does when talking about fulfillment. Uh, fulfillment is kind of broken down by Burchard into a few things. And one of those, well, is purpose. Another one is sort of belonging. And there are, I think, one or two others. Now, why is that important? Well, they sort of link in a weird way. He basically says that most to all habits performed by successful athletes or anyone of any human endeavor is conscious, right? So what does that mean? anyone in a successful position has made conscious, continuously conscious decisions to get them to where they are. Now, where they are may very well be their purpose. And that's why I think it's very powerful to think about it. Because even if we think in the belonging stance, right, when he said fulfillment, one was purpose, one was belonging, it still presents itself in a very, very interesting way. Because One of the exercises that he says is whenever you, let's say, go into a social situation, any sort of social situation, you meet your family, just go downstairs to have some lunch, you meet your family, you go out to meet your friends, you go out to meet your colleagues for work. Now, before you step forward and start talking to them, you spend a few seconds just thinking who you want to be, and then through that lens, through that lens, that word's coming up again that you then start to go forward and act as if you were that person. This is essentially just fake it till you make it. But I think there's a very powerful thing in this sort of philosophy where you have to guide all your actions through a prism, through some sort of lens to which you can eventually lead to where you want to go. And that's very... That's very interesting because it leads you to a different idea about presence, and this is this is another oh, another P word, um, but it's a different word that I think a lot of people can resonate with a bit more. Presence. What does that really mean? So, I know our attention spans, and I'll, I promise I'll get back to purpose through this little rant. Our attention spans have gotten, you know, infinitely shorter, right? And that's why they've invented the eight-second rule uh, for short-form content, which is really merging up a lot more. With short-form content, they suggest in every eight seconds, you should change your camera angle, change your topic, change the something, your environment, anything, just to re-hook the viewer every eight seconds. I don't know about you, but that's pretty short. And I feel that retracts quite a lot from presence in the main sense that if you are to just, I don't know, go out shopping for a day with friends or go out to the beach one day with friends, it's weird to think that there are a lot of people who might still not consider that day fulfilling enough or might feel regrets about that day, anything simply like that. And where does that come from? It simply just comes from the idea that they don't have presence and hence they don't have the feeling of purpose what does that mean? Well, if you don't have presence, you're unable to really, very, very easily just say, you're unable to absorb that moment. You're unable to properly experience what is in front of you. And I think that's a very dangerous thing, a very dangerous thing in the long run, primarily because, well, in the short term, in the short term, most people consider it fine, people breeze through life. But I think it's a It's a broader discussion I really wanted to take on because it's definitely, it's, it's a struggle to start it when you're a lot later in life. And this is just something I've heard from people in their late twenties, even in their mid twenties, because once you start a path from maybe when you're 15, 16, you have to develop very, very basically just the habit. You have to be developing the habit of acting with purpose and being somewhere with presence. And once that happens, there is a lot more direction and a lot more calm in your mind. And that's very ironic, right? A lot of people doing the HSC and a lot of people who've done the HSC can't really look back and really say there was calm. But I think there was. I think, I think there was challenge, but I think at the same time, there was a sense of calmness because you never had to wake up one day and start thinking what you wanted to do. You already knew what you wanted to do because you had a purpose, because you had a goal, essentially, right? And you were trying to meet that. And for that reason, you lived your life with purpose. And I would say that's why year 12, most people consider it the most fun time. Because when you're able to connect with someone through purpose, you're able to, to take actions through that prism of purpose, but, you know, the occasional enjoyment, so you're not going to burn yourself out to get back to that purpose you're then able to much more full f- much more easily have a fulfilling time. And then this kind of leads me to this final piece that I'll probably leave you guys with, that the brain is one of the most sophisticated, but one of the most malleable things we have access to. You could legitimately change your brain in just a matter of months. Just by acting out new habits, by changing what you eat, which is you know, cliche, but changing what you eat. But most importantly, guys, it is adjusting your lens of attention. What does that mean? When you are someone who is able to decide decisively, decisively come to a conclusion of a lens that you want to look through your life for the next few months, the next few days, but for the for the more successful people, the next few years. It's then a time where... Even when you're continually feeling struggle, you're feeling this continuing, like, burying sense of, like, regret sometimes, or more better of the feeling of not being able to stop, not being able to rest. I think that's just the only way I can explain it. You're still an overwhelming calm in that, and I think that is what, that's the sort of lifestyle people should be aiming for. And it's something I've, personally, I've tried my best to do during high school, something I've tried my best to keep going with, and I think when it comes to purpose, you don't have to start off with the most specific things. It's not like, I'll bring up again, Elon Musk, it's not like Elon Musk said that he wanted to um, have people on Mars back when he was 23, 24, even like 30. That happened much, much later. The reason that's important. The reason that's important is because that means that when you start dignifying a purpose for yourself, you're allowed to start off small, but you're not allowed to not start. Because once you not once you don't start, you don't build a habit. I think it's a natural thing for us to be able to not live with purpose when we're young. That's perfectly fine, right? Because your your purpose is essentially to enjoy the most out of life, and it's more of a subconscious thing. But it becomes harder and harder to adjust yourself to that ideal uh, the ideal when you're an adult, when you're older, especially when you're in high school as well. So you have to take your time to really, even if broadly, come up with this vague, vague sense of purpose. And from that time, this is a whole a bit of a neuro- neurosciency thing. You're able to properly reprogram your brain. So I'll start off with university kids really quickly. Uh, people who are especially going into university, a lot of people who listen to my podcast. You guys don't have long until university starts. And once it starts, you're going to have new routines, new environments, a lot of different things. And when that happens, you don't have the time and you don't have the mental clarity to actually just sit down for a day and truly just think to yourself, what? is your purpose, right? You can come with a broad one, anything like that. That's why I think use your holidays and I'll make sure I upload an episode on this soon about using your holidays. Really make sure you use your holidays to the fullest to think inward this time. I know we've we've had a we've had our month, a solid month or two to really have fun, go all out, but I think spend some time thinking a bit inwards just because it's con- it's subconsciously or consciously, it's going to start defining how you act, more or less. Think of who, first, think of who you want to be, right? That's more of a social thing, more of an identity thing. Then think of where you want to be and then think of how you're going to get there. Once you got those three pillars erected, that is when you've created a very, very nice lens to look through life in. And those can change every few months. I don't recommend being, you know, just 18 and starting to think for the next decade. But nonetheless, have a purpose. Have an idea. Really just think for just an, an afternoon. It really just takes an afternoon. Or well, for most people, a really, really boring, like 1, 2 a.m., right? Just to think of what exactly they're, they're wanting to do right? And then once you think of that, I think you have a lot more calm. When I did this, I had a lot more calm in realizing that all I have to do is do my best to occasionally, as much as I can, really, just try and get closer to ticking off those things, those things that I felt constructed my purpose. And I am slowly doing that. I'm trying my best. It's not easy, but it's much more peaceful. And now finally for you high school students, especially you HSC kids, as an advice from someone who just did it, I would most likely say that you have to, especially during the holidays, take the time to mentally fortify yourself because more likely than not, the next year until you, until your HSC is actually going to fly by pretty quickly and it's having that mental fortitude to understand that you have a goal set in play. You don't have to, but if, if HSC is your goal, if you, wanna, if you need a high ATAR or a good course, it's probably your goal, right? If HSC is your goal, understand what you need to get there. That is now your purpose. That is your purpose for a year. Once you figure that out, once you're able to really mentally have that clarity the struggle when, when you know, staying up at like 1am trying to finish your English essays. The struggle in, you know, doing any more maths questions, figuring out any physics topics, anything like that. It becomes... It doesn't change how hard it is, but it changed how it changes how mentally taxing it becomes. You don't become drained thinking it's useless because you now have that purpose. You know why it's happening. And once you know why, the reasoning behind what you're doing... It makes everything much, much easier. So I urge you guys, have that mental clarity to understand. For most of you, your HSC may very well be interchangeable with your purpose for the next year. And once you can accept that and respect it, nothing's going to get easier, but it's definitely going to get more bearable. All right, and that was the uh, quite a different episode. Uh, one a bit more sentimental, I'd say, um, but definitely, I'd say still, still, hopefully, relatively impactful and um, knowledgeable for you guys. I recommend you guys take any lessons or anything you can from this. Really spend some time, uh, just spending an afternoon, and evening, getting a getting a small notebook, just like trying to jot down what you think you guys wanted to do, uh, what you think your purpose is, and once you get to that point really just have some thoughts. You you don't get this time much often every year. And especially in these big moments of changes in our lives, uh, these big moments as we're transitioning to new stages of life, I think it's extremely important just to spend spend some of that time actually thinking where it's going to go. And that's going to make your future quite a lot easier. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one.